Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Chess is embroiled in a cheating scandal. No, if you're an investor, I'm not talking about the chess sponsorship of your share portfolio. I'm talking about good old-fashioned board game chess. So how is chess a business story? Well, like many sports, there's huge prize money on offer. And since the success of that Netflix show last year, The Queen's Gambit, the popularity of chess has just taken off. Add his pieces tied up in 15 moves. There's been a huge increase in global interest. And this story has rocked the chess world. It's Friday, the 23rd of September. And today I want to know... What's going on with this cheating scandal and what happens when a chess player is caught cheating? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates, Darcy Cordell, and today our resident chess expert. Darcy, welcome. Thanks, Sasha. A bit of a bizarre story here. Yeah, I know. So I have joked about you. Well, not joked, but I have presumed you're our chess expert. Do you play? I do. My dad and I actually have duels every couple of weeks. We um, we keep a tally, so I'm a big chess fan. And Sasha, I just want to make a quick acknowledgement that we're recording this on Wednesday. I'm off to watch the Swans in the AFL Grand Final. So the swan strike first. if any news breaks in this story between now and then, we might be a little bit outdated. Okay, I'm tempted to say that I don't think the world of chess moves that quickly but I've been wrong before and we don't want to get caught out this is a bit of a different story we enjoy talking about the business of sport here at the dive and chess as it might surprise some people to know is a sport the IOC recognizes it as such and there's professionals there's tournaments and as I said earlier huge prize money so give me the 101 on this cheating scandal what's going on on September 4th 2022 Reigning world chess champion Magnus Carlsen sat down opposite the 19-year-old rising star Hans Niemann to play round three of the Sinkfield Cup, a prestigious chess tournament held in St. Louis, USA. So the drama is surrounding the world's number one player, Norwegian Magnus Carlsen, and his 19-year-old rival, American Hans Niemann. A few weeks ago, they came up against each other in a match. Carlsen is ranked significantly higher than Neiman, but he actually lost the game in a massive upset. And that was the beginning of the story. After the game, Carlsen implied via a tweet that his opponent had cheated and the accusation has just spread like wildfire to the point where even Elon Musk has weighed in and suggested that anal beads had something to do with this story. Okay, well, where there's Twitter, there's Elon Musk. And gosh, this story sounds really complicated. You need to tell me more. It's a wild story. So a bit more context, Carlson had won 53 straight games. He became a grandmaster at 13 years old and he's just won tournaments left, right and centre. He's a gun. Tell me quickly, how do you become a grandmaster? What are the conditions? What do you need to do to prove that you're of that standard? In order to become a grandmaster, you have to achieve a point ranking of over 2,600. 
playing against three grandmasters in three international tournaments. There are about 1,700 grandmasters in the world. It's the highest title you can be awarded in chess by the International Chess Federation. It involves spending a certain number of hours playing chess relative to your age. You also need to win a lot. So Carlson is the highest rated chess player in history and again he became a grandmaster at age 13. Okay, so he made this extraordinary achievement at the age of 13. He's definitely a prodigy. He's now 31. So tell me a little bit about what his career has been like over the last 18 years. Magnus started becoming really interested in chess at seven and a half because he wanted to beat his older sister. What is your daily routine? The grandmaster gets up at what time? Um, the craziest thing happened today. I was at the Elvertira Park just playing some chess and all of a sudden Magnus Carlsen comes in, the current world chess champion. The pressure was so high from outside. Dad was getting more and more excited when he played against Kasparov and we were like, oh my god, is he, <laughs> is he actually not losing? <laughs> He's been virtually untouchable. He wins pretty much wherever he goes. But back to this particular tournament, they were playing in the US in a big tournament which was invite only. It's seen as the most important chess event in America. Carlson losing the game was a shock in itself. Then afterwards he withdrew from the tournament and the tournament organiser also asked for the live stream of the match to be delayed by 15 minutes. And on the same day that he withdrew, the World Chess Hall of Fame suddenly beefed up its anti-cheating security measures. And that included a 90-second full-body scan of the 19-year-old Neiman before he could play his next match in the tournament. Okay, so a series of events that would lead anyone to be asking some questions, a little bit fishy. What exactly are the allegations that are being made? It's important to note that Carlson didn't specifically say Neiman cheated, but his tweet did include the viral video of former Chelsea football manager Jose Mourinho saying... I prefer really not to, um, not to speak. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble in big trouble and I don't want to be in big trouble. But that wasn't all. Neiman has been accused of having a wire connected to him with someone telling him what moves to make. He's also been accused of having artificial intelligence programs installed on his computer which would suggest what move he could make next. And the weirdest of them all, Elon Musk made a string of now deleted tweets that subscribe to the theory that Neiman made use of the bead vibration system. It's literally anal beads that vibrate a certain number of times and suggest to the chess player which move they should make next. Um, was Elon Musk the only person who was suggesting this or was like it was a popular theory on the internet? It's been a popular theory in the past. There's been famous games where players have accused their opponents of using this tactic or I don't know if you can call it a tactic, but it's not a, it's not a new theory. Okay, so the things people do to win. This story just gets weirder and weirder. It does. And as surprising as the outcome of the match was, it wouldn't have seemed that shady if it wasn't for Neiman's post-match interview. So he said thanks to this miracle that he, the morning of the match against Carlson, actually watched a video from four years earlier where Carlson was playing a different opponent but used the exact same tactics that Neiman had just used to beat Carlson. I didn't do anything special. He just went to come. Well, okay, I think I played quite well. But uh, I was actually very fortunate uh, that this opening came on the board and I looked at this today. And you, you guessed this opening today? No, I don't guess it, but, but some miracle. I had checked this today. And it's like, it's such such a ridiculous miracle 
that, that I, I don't even remember why I checked it. I just And he also has a slightly shady history, Neiman. What do you mean by that? So another grandmaster, whose name is Hikaru Nakamura, afterwards said on a live stream that it was a known fact Neiman had previously been caught cheating during prize money matches on chess.com, the online platform, through these tech-related means. And he'd also been previously banned from the site. Another grandmaster also said that he'd removed Neiman from all chess events he hosted due to cheating suspicions. Okay, so how has Neiman responded to these claims? He's not happy about the accusations. He's called them out on Twitter, but he did interestingly admit that he has cheated in the past during virtual chess.com tournaments. However, he said he'd never cheated in an over-the-board game, which is what he played Carlson in. And that's a physical in-person game. Correct. So he's doubled down and invited anyone to provide real evidence that he cheated in the match against the world number one. He's also offered to play a game naked to disprove the allegations of wearing a wire and I guess the anal bead allegations too. Okay, wild. I mean, I for one love a scandal in a niche corner of the internet or a certain community and this is definitely fitting all of those criteria. But let's take a quick break. Then I want to zoom out and talk a little bit more about the business story here because you may not have realised it, but chess is becoming big business. Gambit changed chess. I never thought I would be a famous person. In just 28 days, The Queen's Gambit was viewed in 62 million households, a Netflix record. Welcome back to The Dive. Before the break, we learnt about the scandal, which is taking the chess world by storm. But I want to talk about the resurgence of chess in the afterglow of The Queen's Gambit, right? Because a couple of years ago, this story might have passed all of us by, but it's making headlines in the New York Times and major publications. Exactly how big has chess become? Yeah, we're seeing this story plastered everywhere, Sasha. In the month after The Queen's Gambit was released in 2020, 2.8 million people signed up to the chess.com app and a further 1 million people every month for the next six months afterwards. I have to say I was one of those. I was one of those too. (laughs) So this was about a 600% increase on the growth that the platform was seeing before the show was released. But there are other factors outside of the Netflix show. There are plenty of sports books that are offering odds on chess tournaments. And as America legalizes sports betting, more and more people are gambling on chess. And many of the game's top players also stream on Twitch. So they're much more accessible to viewers all around the world. And it's meant that there's now a lot of prize money in chess. My name is Alexandra Botas. I'm 25 years old. 
I'm a professional chess streamer living in Austin, Texas, and I make six figures a year. The tournament that Carlson withdrew from had a $350,000 prize pool. $350,000 prize pool. That is pretty significant. So can chess players make a living from purely playing chess? The top players can certainly make a comfortable living. Magnus Carlsen, for example, he made more than a million dollars per year over the last couple of years just from winning tournaments. But it is a little bit harder for players ranked lower. Okay, and it's not just tournament winnings, I understand. Much like other sports, maybe not as physical as some of the other ones that you have, but it is a sport. These players start businesses and get the opportunity to sign sponsorship deals. So what else did Carlson have going on? He's got a lot going on. His net worth is estimated to be $50 million, earns about $2 million a year through endorsement deals with the likes of MasterCard. He's sponsored by Unibet, which pays him a million dollars per year. It's all about the preparation. He's also the creator of the app Play Magnus, which he's now selling to chess.com. And that adds a little bit more spice to this whole story, Sasha, seeing as he's really a stakeholder in chess.com and Neiman, this 19-year-old American, has been banned from it. Wow. Okay. This is a great story, Darcy. Lots of intrigue. I've got two final questions. One, did he cheat? And number two, is it over now? Is this kind of the end of the story? What happens from here? I don't want to turn into a gossip podcast, Sasha, but I think this is certainly a little bit fishy. I mean, it would be a niche gossip podcast, the Jess (laughs) gossip podcast. I'm sure that's an avenue that's already covered by another podcast out there. I agree. But I think the delayed live stream, the very strange post-match interview and the past history of Neiman could suggest some foul play here. However, there's no concrete evidence. And surely if he did cheat, the tournament would have suspended him or... Carson would be saying less cryptic tweets, like surely he'd, you know, just say flat out he cheated. And the answer to your second question, I feel like this story is just not quite over yet. In fact, just the other day, Carson came up against Neiman in a new tournament for the first time since this scandal, and Carson retired the match after a single move. He literally just turned off his webcam and retired. D4, knight f6, c4, yeah, definitely. And what? No. What happened? What? No. The commentary team and viewers were just stunned. So he's clearly not willing to play against the 19-year-old American at the moment. Well, that clearly shows that there's some unresolved feelings here that are definitely going to keep playing out in the public arena. So definitely one that I'm going to go and read all about. And in the meantime, Darcy, it might be time to reopen the chess app and get a little bit better at my game so I might be able to play you in the future. Let's do it. I'll take you on. (laughs) Okay. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tell a friend about it. It really is the best way for the podcast to grow. And if you've just joined us, then welcome. Go check out our back catalogue. We've been talking about Rail Strikes, the Patagonia founder giving away his company and the business of the cinema industry. And this week, we've launched something new. Alongside this episode, you'll see a shorter episode of headlines of business stories around the world. It's your companion to keep you up to date with the news of the day. So go check that out. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at thedive.businessnews. You can contact us by email, thedive at equitymates.com. And you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, Darcy. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. 
The Dive is a product of Equitymates Media. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of The Dive acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The hosts of The Dive are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. Thank you.